Welcome to The Greek Current, a podcast by Halk and Kathimerini. I'm your host, Thanos Davelis. Greece's Prime Minister was just in Varna this week for a trilateral meeting with his Bulgarian and Romanian counterparts. Aside from the expected discussion around expanding their energy cooperation to further decouple the region from Russian energy sources, the three leaders also looked into a proposal by Greece that would see Ukrainian grain shipped across the three countries and exported through the Greek ports of Thessaloniki and Alexandropoli. Rebecca Pedi, an associate professor of international relations at the University of Macedonia in Thessaloniki, joins me to discuss this Greek proposal that could help bring Ukrainian grain to market, break down what it could mean for northern Greece, and look more broadly at Greece's increasingly important role in the region. Rebecca, great having you on with us. Thanks for joining the Greek Current. Thank you, Thanos, for your kind invitation uh, to discuss these important developments in the region. Rebecca, Greece has established successful trilateral schemes across the eastern Mediterranean. Is this latest meeting you know, with Bulgaria and Romania a sign that it is now shifting this strategy to the Balkans? It seems so. And uh, let me put this recent summit into a broader perspective. Due to systemic uncertainty and regional developments, many powers of medium and small size diversify their portfolios of cooperations. Greece, as well as Cyprus, were the first powers to do so. And I would say, Thanos, that our generation is lucky to witness an active Greek foreign policy, and the Balkans should have been part of this development long before. It seems that the war in Ukraine, the already increased cooperation with Bulgaria in the energy sector and other opportunities paved the way for further cooperation and strengthened the cooperation. And I think that this cooperation is different from trilateral summits in the Eastern Mediterranean, as both Bulgaria and Romania are EU member states and NATO allies. And this is very, very important because this trilateral impact can have an impact beyond the three countries within NATO and the EU. One of the key issues discussed at this trilateral meeting was a Greek proposal that would see Ukrainian grain shipped across the countries and exported through Greek ports. Could this proposal be the key to eventually ending Russia's weaponization of grain exports? It certainly could, and it seems that we need some uh, planning, preparation, and some infrastructure improvement is needed. But it is a great opportunity to solve an international issue that concerns several countries. And it's a great opportunity for all the involved states, the free states, and especially for Greece, to prove that they can create value in the region, but they are allies and partners who can play a constructive uh, role. It can also be economically profitable, not only uh, short-term, but also long-term, as it can open uh, new trade roads and increase the value of the region. Alexandropolis and northern Greece, of course, can play an important role. Rebecca, aside from Ukrainian grain, The three leaders also explored additional ways to enhance their energy cooperation. What should we expect to see on this front? From the very first day of the war, Greek Prime Minister underlined that Greece would spare no effort to contribute to the EU's independence from Russian gas. And let me stress that this was not only rhetoric. Greece's increased cooperation with Bulgaria on this front, Greece's efforts to increase the amounts of energy produced by uh, renewals at the domestic front 
continuing efforts to exploit energy opportunities in the Western Mediterranean show that Greece has made important progress towards the right direction. All the three states have already been committed to be energy providers and to increase energy interconnectivity. Of course, there are short-term results, as in the case of Bulgaria, but what is important for me here is the potential long-term results from this cooperation. I believe that the region can play an important role in enhancing EU's efforts to be independent from Russian gas. Rebecca, during the talks, Mitsotakis and his counterparts, they also agreed that the capacity of the vertical gas corridor should be increased. What does this mean in practice? We need to increase the cooperation between the three countries, and we also need to increase investments in this corridor. And I think that the support of our EU partners and the EU Commission is of utmost importance in order for this corridor to proceed. The key to you know, both energy diversification and this Ukrainian grain proposal lies in the ports of Alexandrupoli and Thessaloniki. Does northern Greece and these two ports in particular need to be on the radar of anybody following the region? Absolutely, yes. Northern Greece is important again and is important for uh, several reasons. And let me emphasize the again part of this sentence as the region has lost many opportunities in the past. Greece aspires to be a major transit center in the region. Alexandropolis already plays an important role in the military transfers front. What we need is a comprehensive strategy for the region involving the ports, the private sector, the local authorities, academic institutions in order to exploit the knowledge and even civil society to pave the way for the region altogether. Let me also stress that the region is becoming an important hub for digital services. Northern Greece holds strategic, economic, human capital of great value, and we need a comprehensive strategy to harness these resources. Ports and trade are, of course, at the forefront. As the world takes note of ports like Alexandropoli and of the importance of northern Greece, is this a sentiment that's carried over among Greeks in cities like Thessaloniki and in the region? Yes, absolutely, yes. But let me say that residents in the region had always great expectations that were not fulfilled due to political developments or due to international developments. And I think we need a new strategy for the region. This latest trilateral environment shows us that Greece, whether it's in the East Med or the Balkans, comes to the table with proposals and solutions to key challenges. As Greece embraces its role as a pillar of stability, is it safe to now talk about you know, a new Greek narrative or presence across the region? Absolutely, yes. And Thanos, let me say that it's more than presence. Greece enjoys a new, upgraded status in the region. Greece is a constructive partner within the EU and beyond it, and a loyal, credible ally within NATO. Greece is constantly strengthening its relations with the U.S., At the same time, it diversifies and strengthens its portfolio of cooperation in the region and beyond. And 
I think what is the most important fact is that Greece has signaled that it can be a value producer at several important sectors, such as the security sector, the energy sector, in efforts to confront the climate crisis, etc., etc. Greece is a bridge builder within the EU, as the recent summit shows, for example, but also among different regions as our cooperations in the Eastern Mediterranean. So Greece tries to be an agenda setter at multilateral fora. And as I said before, our generation is lucky to witness an active foreign policy. This value creation strategy is of utmost importance in order for Greece to further enhance its position in the region and beyond. And let me also underline that a value creation strategy creates values for the country and for others in the region and beyond. Rebecca, it's been great speaking with you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Thanos. In other news, an agreement reached on Monday in relation to the issue of the buffer zone in the area of Bila and Cyprus would ensure the status of the buffer zone and non-presence of military and quote-unquote police forces of the occupying authorities, diplomatic sources said, describing the development as a very big confidence-building measure. On August 18, 2023, Turkish Cypriots attacked a group of international peacekeepers who obstructed crews illegally working on a road that would encroach on the UN buffer zone. Greece welcomed the consensus that was reached, noting on Wednesday that it secures the status quo in the UN buffer zone, restores order, and creates conditions for building trust. Finally, Turkish President Erdogan is believed to be changing the country's strategy, with political analysts suggesting that his government has shelved recent attempts to re-engage with the U.S. and Israel, and has instead started a campaign to advocate for the protection of the Muslim world. In his speech to his party's parliamentary group on Wednesday, Erdogan slammed Israeli forces for their response to Hamas's terrorist attack, saying it was a disproportionate response amounting to a quote-unquote massacre. This was preceded by the Turkish president's statements against the United States, accusing it of supporting and training and arming terrorist organizations, and that with the U.S. aircraft carrier off Gaza, quote, they will go on a massacre, end quote. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.